0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Um, despite being without three starters tonight, the team really battled throughout in what was a really big game for New Orleans. What did you think of the effort? No, I liked the effort. You know, I, I didn't like our
2: defense. Uh, but I thought we did a very good job offensively, creating open shots, and we missed
1: some really good shots. And we were in position all the way to the end, uh, and didn't do enough enough things to win it. But we put
2: ourselves in position to win it, and so fell short at the end. J B R I man. Thank you, Jbri. Um, I really appreciate this. Very, very extraordinary. This came out of nowhere. I did not expect to be getting something like this tonight. Thank you. Um, I'll be enjoying ham and cocktails on Sunday. So I wanted to shout out uh, the KFS team today for another exceptional year of content. All your hard work is much appreciated. JMac, um, who are you taking? We here season, Derek Rose, or we back season, Emmanuel, quickly. Bring on Cleveland. Let's freaking go next, man. Thank you so much for the generous contribution. I, I truly, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your Easter dinner on Sunday. I I have no idea what I'm going to be having for Easter dinner. I just know it's at six o'clock and, uh, there's going to be a lot of people there that I don't know. For, as you can tell from my background, I'm in, uh, not my usual confines. I'm down visiting my mom in Florida. Um, and so our Easter is going to be, uh, I don't know. It's going to be a whole thing. I don't really know what else to say, Uh, but enjoy your Easter. As for who am I taking? Oh, it's, it's Emmanuel quickly. And it's not even close because Derek Rose for as amazing as that season was and for as special as he was. And for as much as I think all of us looked around towards the end of that season and we're like, huh, is Derek Rose, New York's most important player. And we're like, "Hmm, yeah, I guess he is. Um, and he was certainly their best player in the playoffs. That goes with that question. As special as that was taken quickly for two reasons. One, he's drafted by the Knicks and like his entire story has been written for the Knicks. And then that bleeds into point two, which is there is a chance that this is like, you know, chapter three of a 12 page novel. Or a 12-page novel. Chapter three of a 12-chapter novel or something like that. You know, I mean, it's weird. Like, Quickly was having, like, a few weeks ago, I had the thought, like, man, Quickly might be playing himself into a trade, especially after he had the interview with Jake Fisher in which he was like, I want to start someday. Obviously, he should want to start because he's freaking good enough to start. And I was thinking to myself, man, his values now at the at the high at the level where another team could look at him as the centerpiece in a in a, a star trade. I think his play has continued to improve to the point where, like, the, he's like he's he's too good and too important to deal for anyone other than and there's always a caveat cuz again this is the nba anybody could get dealt for anyone other than a true blue superstar you know um i hope i and it, you know it's tough cuz it feels like you're it's Sophie's choice you're picking between your kids you know between him and Grimes uh, as far as the young players go, like if I had to pick between those two, I mean, my Lord, I'm not even, I can't even say an answer. Cause I just, I don't know. I, I would do anything for those two guys to be here for a decade each. I mean, that's all I want. Is it realistic? I, probably not. Um, but here's the good news. I, I fully believe that if they did trade one of those guys, they began to superstar back. And be would would basically be turning themselves into a contender. That's what I hope at least. You know, but the, the notion that we have to worry about like one of those guys going out in some like bullshit Zach Levine trade or some nonsense like that. I mean, I never say never, but I, I I think that I think those fears are we those fears are we could move past them at this point. I hope to God. Knock on wood. Thank you, JBR. I really appreciate that. Uh seriously. Uh Dom, my main man, Dom Cappuccitting fun loss i would have liked to see grimes uh for 3 than rj do you well there's a reason that grimes didn't take that shot cuz they made sure he was covered um do you think they take a dallas approach to sunday It was very funny um no no i, I think i think they're, the guys that you, i think the starting lineup that you saw tonight is probably going to be the same starting lineup that you see on sunday i wonder if I wonder if they would let, like, the like basically keep the rotation the way it was tonight up until the beginning of the fourth quarter, middle of fourth quarter. And then for the last eight or ten minutes of the fourth quarter, put in your, you know, your Trevor Keelses and Daquan Jeffries of the world and let them close out the season. That was that's what I guess. But then again, if it's a close game, I, I, again, this is Tom Thibodeau. And and he, he truly, you could think he's a crazy person. But then again, you look at what he's done to the Knicks and how he's turned around his team over the last several years. And, and um, like for him, if it was a close game on Sunday, that's just another opportunity to learn and another opportunity to get more, another crunch time situation under your belt. Doesn't matter who the opponent is, you know? So I don't know. Is he going to bypass that opportunity? I, I, I tend to say no. But I, I think it's a toss-up. More of a toss-up than it was probably tonight. Thanks, Tom. Deron Visual Variant. What's going on, Daron? RJ needs to fire Drew Hanlon. Totally okay if he's Ben if he is Ben Simmons outside game. Trey Murphy's gonna be good. Uh Trey Murphy, I keep saying that I'm gonna do an updated version of my uh trade value list. Trey Murphy's gonna be high. That dude, um, I, I, I have a funny feeling. I mean, I, mm, marketing is going to win most improved. I think marketing is going to win most improved. I think. Um, oh, my God, I'm blanking on who the other like big name player is that's in the running for the award besides Jalen Brunson. But I guess my point is that like. I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if Murphy found his way onto the the, fi- the top three of the final ballot. I don't think that's crazy at all. We'll see. I hope it doesn't, I hope it doesn't knock Brunson off. Cause it'd be cool if he found up, wound up top three then there. Um, As for RJ, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Hush. What's going on. Hushu? IQ is my third all-star for this team. RJ just gives me shades of 2021 Randall. Feels like a ball stopper sometimes that the Knicks give IQ one hundred million dollars this offseason. season. Um, yes, the Knicks give a million Emmanuel quickly um, one hundred million dollars this offseason. season. Completely disagree with your RJ ball stopper take. I thought, I mean, I think there are a lot of nights where you could have said that this year. Tonight is not one of them. And shades of twenty twenty one Randall. I, do you mean like the we Here season Randall? Like that, he wasn't a ball stopper either. Do you mean last season's Randall? Randall, last year, even though, like that, Randall's issue wasn't that he was a ball stopper, right? Yeah, a lot of issues. I don't know if that was one of them. Listen, we know what RJ's issues are. Um, It's a matter of if he sorts them out or not. And I, I think some of that maybe has to do with maybe it has to do with his training, maybe it has to do with his body. Like, does he need to slim down? some more. I know there's been a lot of talk about that of late. Um, you know, he, but this is this going to be a big summer for RJ. It'll be a big summer for RJ. Thanks, Hush. Uh, Juannan, what's going on, Juanon? It was good to hear from Mrs. Juannan before. Frankie Smokes let me down one final time tonight. Oh my God. Frankie Smokes getting the smoke. I was really hoping the former Knicks would pull one out. At least we have the Cuban meltdown to relish in before the playoffs because the pick is gone. Well, so let's just go through because, again, um, is it, it is still possible the Mavs do, like, I think it's, yeah, it's still possible for the Mavs to tie OKC as far as record. And then I believe it comes down to a coin flip. There were some tweets about this earlier um, that I, I think I probably missed. But I my point is, I, I don't think it is set in stone. Or maybe it is set in stone. I don't know that the, that the Mavs are going to go into lottery night definitively with the 10th worst lottery odds. Let's just say it is set in stone. Even so... There is a, I think it's about a twenty percent chance. I'll look it up right now. Um, hold on. Pick odds. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a actually better a twenty point two percent chance that the maps drop down to eleventh or twelfth or theoretically thirteenth or fourteenth, but that's highly unlikely. Um, and. At the same time, there's also a a not insignificant chance if they stay at 10 that they're going to move up to um, one of the top four, but that would be a 9, 13, uh, 14% chance of that. So better better chance we end up with a pick than they fall into the top four. We'll see. Jesse with another one. The Mavs fourth was embarrassing to the sport. Obviously, um, obvious tanking. Yeah, I mean... The NBA has a problem. The NBA has a problem, and it's a problem that's not just tanking teams, but like just look around the league. I mean, look, I can't, I can't throw stones. Um, sitting in a glass house, like Jalen Brunson didn't play today. Julius, Ra- I mean Julius Randle's different, but like Jalen Brunson didn't play today. Mitchell Robinson didn't, didn't play today. Jalen Brunson didn't play a few days ago, like. Instead of a great finish to the regular season. And it's like, but it's like, how do you, how do you regulate this stuff? Like, I don't, I don't think the league much cares about the fact that the Knicks were playing who they were playing tonight against the Pelicans. I think the league is going to care a lot. If what should be a really important season finale between the Suns and Clippers turns into a who can out tank who now, interestingly enough, the Pelicans winning tonight may take that off the table and it may just be, um, it may take that off the table and the Clippers are going to try really hard to win. And the Suns. but even that the Suns may very well be like, okay, fine here, win. And then just, and, and trot out their bench because they would rather see the Clippers in the first round than the Warriors or perhaps even the Lakers. So like, I don't know how you litigate this stuff. Um, clearly they're trying to a little bit with the 65 game things for all NBA which i think is a positive step in the right direction um but yeah what the mavs did here i think goes above and beyond any of that um again like they there was a possibility they would get into the play in with one of the best players in the sport and and a guy in Kyrie Irving, who's been the second best player on a championship team. Like I you know, I I don't want to gas up the Mavs because they've been terrible for a while, but like really you're telling me you don't think that there's any chance that if you're Dallas, you could emerge from the play in and then give Denver a run for their money in the first round? Is Denver some sort of a juggernaut? They're I, I don't think so. Um, But the Mavs basically did the calculation and they were like, we don't think the Thunder are going to win on Sunday. And we'd rather ensure that we keep our pick. Mm. It's beyond egregious. And yet, the current incentive structure makes it so that it was a decision that they could make. It's an egregious decision. On some fronts, but it is one that the current incentive structure allows for. And that's a shame. Thanks, Jesse.
1: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com filmschool50 and use the code filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's factormeals.com filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. James Lee, what's going on? Please say... Yeah,
2: yeah, Ewing and Ewing. I, it's, a, it's the New York accent. There are some words that, like, uh, want to see the difference. Yeah, I can't. Listen, there are some words. Uh, huge, right? I say huge. Ewing. I don't even know. I, don't even, I can't even say Ewing a different way. I don't know how. Frank Miranda. What's up, man? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. You're doing God's work feeding us the Hopium with R.J. Barrett while he's still trying to build New York City housing projects. Oh, God. <laughs> with all those bricks from three. God bless KFS family. Your generosity is always appreciated, Frank. Um, He has to fix it. I mean, he, he has to I, I, and again, like, Look, here's the good news. And this is going to... This People aren't going to like when I say this, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. The fact that the Knicks are not winning a championship this year I think is kind of a saving grace because let's just say for argument's sake, the absolute worst case scenario happens and RJ, let's say Randall's out the whole first round series or most of the first round series and even with him out, the Knicks are feisty and they take a couple games and they get into a game six or they get to a game seven. And in the games that they lose, RJ, you know, I don't know, shoots some abysmal number from three, right? It's That would almost be like, okay, you were never winning anything this year. You Now it's very obvious the direction that you're going to go for a change and you're just going to change it. And it didn't really cost you much the fact that this very frustrating thing happened in this series that now, would the narrative be like this is the guy the Knicks didn't want to trade for Donovan Mitchell and yet, and yet, and yet that is the silliest narrative on the face of the earth and the reason it is the silliest narrative on the face of the earth is because I will believe until my dying day that the New York Knicks began that negotiation from in in June with the clear intent that at the end of the day, at the end of the negotiation, it would end with RJ Barrett going to Utah and their entire negotiation was made or under undertaken with the goal of, we're going to try to make it such that, you know, when we finally put RJ Barrett on the table, it's going to seem like we're caving. Right. And that's the cave. Um, as opposed to the third unprotected first-round pick or Grimes, um, they were always th- that was always the end game. That was always the end game. So it's not like you know, and and the and the extension again, I will believe until somebody proves me otherwise. The extension I believe was a negotiating ploy by Leon Rose, in which he was saying, "Complete the complete the deal that we have on the table, or else we're taking our you know." We're going to sign him to these, and once you say that, you can't go back on it. Yeah. There's no, there's no other rational explanation for the deadline. None. Thanks, Frank. Uh, Maple Maxo, what's going on, Maple Maxo? Sending this from a bullet train in Japan. If that's real, that's fucking amazing. Good movie, by the way, Bullet Train. If you're right about Cubans, f you to the league. I'd bet one of Chicago, Minnesota, OKC, Toronto end up with a cold envelope. <laughs> That would be amazing. I, I mean, that. I mean, wouldn't that be fitting though? Wouldn't that be fitting? And then, but even then, like, here's the thing. And this is why, again, it's the, the league's incentive structure is just kind of out of whack. Let's say that happens. Well, you know what that does? That opens the Mavs up to be able to trade, um, to make a, a trade featuring future first round picks and future swaps that much easier. Now, as me and Jeremy got into this, I think a little bit during the last pod we recorded. I think the 10th pick in the draft is more valuable than, like, probably the additional future trade assets you could put on the table, specifically because they've already traded away that 2029 first rounder in the Kyrie deal. Maybe if you had something like that distant out there, maybe that would be looked at as more valuable. But I even then, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- there's a silver lining for the Mavs any way, you, any way you cut it. But I hope you're right. Thanks, Maple Maxwell. Andrew Claudio. Hello, Andrew Claudio, and shout out to APJP producing tonight. Sitting next to Pastor Claudio, asked him to work his connections upstairs to make sure the lottery gods jump a team ahead of the Mavs. most disgraceful thing to happen in Dallas since the double bang wow didn't think we were getting to the JFK reference tonight I'm just going to leave that one right there as much as I would like to make a Mark Cuban joke that I'm not going to make thanks Andrew Claudio love you buddy Kevin Danishevsky, hot take. I don't think RJ should start versus Cleveland. So I think this is the... If you take what I was saying to open the show to its logical and perhaps in the estimation of some absurd conclusion, if RJ is the X-Factor and the X-Factor goes poopy in the first game or two, how long do they continue to trust it as the X factor? And um, I don't think for one solitary second that they're going to open the Cleveland series with anyone other than RJ starting. I think RJ could have the worst game of his life in game one, and I don't think he... And I think he would start game two. Even game three, like, it's the first game at home. There's a part of me that's like, would they really... Like you're opening up a can of worms with your home crowd. Like if it starts, like if the game starts poorly and then, you know, um, you know, and RJ comes in and maybe he's better off the bench or something. And you're like, how could you not like it opens up a whole can of worms for all these reasons. Like, I think the odds on it really happening are very low. Would I eliminate it as a possibility? No, I would not. I wouldn't. Uh, Alex, what's going on, Alex? Leon and Wes should get Cuban front row seats to watch Brunson in the playoffs. It would be a very nice gesture. Hashtag get the petty biatch a fruit basket. That's uh, very nice, Alex. Uh, that would be very funny. I mean, these are gonna, I mean, look, and again, this is an FU to the league. This is an FU to the Knicks. And so for all those people who are like, how long until Luca requests a trade to the Knicks? I think Mark Cuban would sooner trade Luka Doncic to the. I should know what what team plays in Beijing. The Be- Beijing is it like Dragons? Um. I feel bad. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Some. Any. Pick a team. Any team. I think it's. I don't. Th- I think. I think Cuban would. Would tell you could sit out the whole damn season. I'm not trading you the Knicks. We'll see. Thanks, Alex. Duran, visual variant with another one. Thank you, man. Is it a bad thing the pick didn't convey? The pick is only worth something before it's made. Allows us to use it next year in a deal. Better free agent class. 24 for a sign and trade. So here's why I think it is better that the it, the picture convey. Yes. Uh, draft picks are like Ferraris and they drop 10% of their value the second you drive them off the lot. I am of the belief through just my own... It's my opinion. I, I'm, getting, I'm not getting this from anywhere. I am of the belief that the, and this, this I think is and, and other plugged in NBA reporters spoke about this I think Fred actually came on the pod and spoke about this. A lot of the conversations that get done or maybe Bagley reported about this. I don't know. So it might, it was, I think it was Fred came on the pod and was like, talked about how a lot of the conversations that happened ahead of the trade deadline, those trades may not be, get completed, but they set things up for the summertime. I am of the belief that the Knicks will have a trade in place or if, if there is a trade to be had, that they will have it in place by draft night. And I think, I have a feeling this summer is going to unfold very differently than last summer, where the Mitchell thing took as long as it did. And, and by the way, there was reporting that came out from Ian Bagley that Utah and New York spoke before the draft. Like everybody, Like everybody knows everything before the draft. So if the pick conveys, I fully fully believe that they're going to be able to either use that pick in a trade or at the very worst. And this is where Brock Adler comes in parlay that pick into a better asset than the Mavs pick conveying in a future year is likely likely to be because you never know. Thanks. Teron. Is that it? Oh, we're done okay there we go nice nice clean a nice clean friday night um thank you everybody for for hanging out with us um the game meant nothing and the knicks played hard game meant nothing and still got a banging post game um don't forget we will be here i will be here um, on Sunday, Easter Sunday, after the game, talking about again another quote unquote meaningless game, but it'd be—I I, kind of would like to see the Knicks finish with 48 wins. That's—I've said that for a little while now. I, I think that would be cool. And then, um, boy, do we have a lot of content planned for next week. A lot of fun stuff, um, guests, different ways of looking and thinking about the Cleveland series. I'm really excited about some of the newsletters that I got coming out next week. That ever, like I said, I've already started to work on. So, uh, shout out to everybody. Don't forget, if you dig the show, help support in any way you can. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the pod. uh, Rating, review, the whole thing. Uh, We will be back soon. And uh, in the meantime, enjoy your weekend. Peace out. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.